0: Hi, you're listening to Cool Chats, the Cool Choir podcast, profiling the personal lives of our members across Calgary, Western Canada. You can find more information on Cool Choir by visiting coolchoir.com or at our public Facebook page by searching Cool Choir. Thanks for listening. Hi everybody and welcome to episode 7 of the Cool Chats podcast. Not only is 7 the luckiest number in the world, but for all sorts of reasons, we are celebrating this week. That is January, January the, well, 18th of January, week of January the 18th. Can you believe that Cool Choir is five years old. So a very, very happy birthday to Cool Choir. Now, Cool Choir is not the only thing we're celebrating today. We're actually going to be celebrating the birthday of Barbara Swaverin, who is one of our original Cool Choir members. And as chance would have it, she is having a very special birthday today as well. So we welcome Barbara as one of our original members of Cool Choir during this very celebratory week. Barbara, how are you doing today? Well,
1: hey, Jamie, it's great to hear you. I'm a terrific there, thanks it's in been my one
0: heck of a great, great day down. today so more like christmas and up birthday. for about an hour <laughs> <laughs> Well i'm <laughs> really shining those something, because i know a lot of people have famous, famous, found their birthdays uh, extremely difficult during the pandemic and so nice that you've got some interaction for sure and we're going to be talking about some of these friends who i know are friends that you've very special friends who you've kind of met through the choir but there of course is a reason why you birthday, uh, and i are having this so conversation podcast um this particular week because to the listeners and listeners out there Barbara actually is the first choir member friend that I ever made in Cool Choir and the reason I'm saying that is because when I first arrived in Canada Barbara was really one of the very first people I met who I uh, talked enthusiastically about what my plans were to do back in 2015 but I'm actually going to let Barbara tell the story of how we met so Barbara do you remember that fateful day
1: (laughs) oh oh Jamie how could one forget you and that special day Um, I was Just going backwards a little bit after 35 years of teaching, um, by accident, uh, I was blessed with this shuttling job at a car dealership and uh, one day you hopped into my car and oh my gosh, you were one of three people in the 12 years that I was there that I remember distinctly. Um, First one I can recall was a Calgary Stampeder, a six foot six guy who got in the back of this little tiny car I was driving at that particular time. Um, That stood out. And uh, uh, another lady who I just had met picked her up and she started talking to me about her sex life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, I hope you didn't ask too many questions.
1: (laughs) And then then you appeared. Uh, You're one of my... Top three out of 12 years. I mean, you were no doubt the energizer, the energizer bunny. Oh. What can what I say? Uh, you, you're, you were so excited and passionate telling me that you had only been in Calgary for three months and you were so excited you were starting up a new business and you were telling me all about it and uh, you were so passionate, so excited. And so outgoing. I mean, what wasn't there to love? I instantly fell in love with your energy. And you were so friendly. And and we hit it off. Let's say we just hit it off.
0: And just to explain to the people listening, so Barbara was working for Kia, and Kia actually was when I first arrived in Canada. So you know, when you arrive here as a newly landed immigrant, one of the frustrating things is all uh, there's that although I had an excellent credit rating in the UK, when you come here, it's like somebody has pushed a reset button on you. So basically, I had no credit rating to purchase a car on credit. So I remember walking into Northland Kia, which is where you know you were actually working. Um, and I remember buying this um, sort of beaten up old Kia Sorento, uh, which was my kind of first vehicle. And I handed over, I think I handed over seventeen hundred dollars um, in cash, and basically bought the car outright. So again, just to clarify how we met, I think I was having a a service, or there was something was being done, or the car was being looked at. Um, and um, you know, Barbara, you were working as a driver for Kia, and it was you who came to pick me up from my flat that we were renting in Country Hills. Um, at the time,
1: indeed, I took you from the shop actually to your condo, and that's the first part of the journey. And then after that, um, you were you came back into the vehicle with your music. You you came in and played our played the music from your british choir and and told me a little bit about the rock and pop that you'd be doing and we'd be doing this song and that song i didn't have a clue what you were talking about
0: (laughs) (laughs) well i have that effect on most people so (laughs) don't (laughs) worry about that but it's interesting because you're talking about cars and actually you're a very passionate lady when it comes to cars and sorry i'm going to sound awfully sexist but it is generally a conversation rather like you know me and football really like i just don't generally kind of talk too, too much about football and sports, but I find that uh, when it comes to speaking with uh, ladies as well, that I rarely meet a, you know, a female who is so passionate about cars as well. And that's not meant to be sexist by the way, but we, you and I have always talked very kind of passionately about cars. You love cars, don't you?
1: I do indeed. And I think that I always have been, but you know, I'm going to boil down, it boils down to this actually. I was just born 30 years too young
0: okay Uh,
1: 30 years too early like I mean seriously uh, my dad was in the car industry himself but um, I was one of those that never played with dolls wasn't interested in dolls Uh, I wanted my sandbox and my trucks and my cars and I was passionate about it I would help my dad with the car and change oil and I've always had an interest and, you know, (laughs) I said this to somebody, somebody who went back into my past and uh, said, oh, yes, I see you in one of your past lives on the streets of New York, in the dirt, on the dirt road, uh, driving one of the earliest vehicles that came out at the time. And I laughed so hard. I thought, yep, that would be me. No wonder I love it so much now.
0: And it's interesting because I was just, as you're saying to Kaz recently, you know, that um, because we've just been watching this documentary on Netflix uh, and it's called Surviving Death. And I'm sure, you know, you've been watching it and every episode is uh, really focusing on a, a different element of, you know, the afterlife, as such, and looking at spirituality and various uh, very beautiful and uh, uplifting topics, and one of them actually, um, well, I watched it last night. Actually, it was all about reincarnation. It was the last episode, um, and uh, you know, I know it's something that uh, it, well, it, it blew my mind really. And um, we talk about past lives, and I know that you're quite a spiritual person yourself, um, and like me, um, you know, we've we've talked extensively about some of these really special topics. So tell us a little bit about your own spirituality and, and and anything you want to share, really, about your past lives or otherwise.
1: Well, um, some positive things have come out of COVID. There's time to spend time with yourself and look more inwardly. And uh, I guess since COVID particularly, uh, I have been doing some work but I think it goes back to that I was born 30 years too early, but my body doesn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my knees are telling me otherwise. So I have uh, gotten into Qigong. And uh, I'm finding.
0: There's a little bit about this. Uh, you pronounce it Qigong, and it's spelled Q I Gong, G O N G. Is that correct?
1: That's correct. Uh, Q I in the Chinese language is Qi. And Chi is energy. And so um, I'm particularly learning spring Forest Qigong, which was developed by a man called Chunyi Li, Master Chunyi Li, who created an easy version of Qigong. Now Qigong is, a—I would describe it as a meditated, a moving meditation. And what it is you're, totally focused visually, um, it's a healing tool to move your energy. We all have energy inside us, and he says we're all born healers. Um, his experience in life living through China and then moving to uh, United States where he's teaching us all how to heal ourselves. Um, he's done some marvelous work in his book particularly, and the things that he has out there. Um, he, It really focuses on moving your energy. The reason people apparently have uh, pains and diseases is because of the uh, blockages of energy we have in our system.
0: Wow, okay.
1: So by breathing and by visualizing and meditating you're moving this energy within you to unblock these energy blockages so that you can heal.
0: Now, is this Qigong, is this, um, and, and, you know, for my own benefit as well, educationally, but how does this differ from something like, for example, Tai Chi that people do?
1: Well, the Tai Chi, uh, it's based from Tai Chi. It's all, uh, ancient Chinese, uh, healing medicine, I, from my experience of Tai Chi, I think it's uh, very similar, but more movements involved in Tai Chi. This one is not, it's really standing in one spot, Um, but there are five elements and they're all based on uh, grounding yourself with the earth and also uh, with,
0: with the universe. Okay. So when, when I drive through Calgary, which um, I see a lot of people at the side of the road um, and they're sort of, you know, doing what I think is qigong. Is that qigong or is that tai chi?
1: Are they moving their arms and, and standing with their legs outright a little bit?
0: Yes, they are. Yes. I would,
1: I would assume that that's tai chi.
0: Okay. So is qigong something that is done outside or inside?
1: Oh, if you can do it outside, it's very precious to connect with uh, Mother Earth. Yeah, and uh, and and the universe. Absolutely, uh, it could be done anywhere, and it is a it is a practice that if to do uh,
0: consistently. And then you mentioned previously that you incorporate some meditation into it as well, which of course is you know something of uh, becoming becoming very very much more popular now um with with regards to relaxation and also reconnecting with one's higher self and reconnecting um also dare i say with some of our loved ones in spirit through meditation
1: you got it absolutely right absolutely right and uh it's it's very heartwarming i noticed a change in myself um since covid started i'm much more consistent with my emotions believe it or not I'm, I'm much calmer and here's an example I, I go to uh, visit my niece and her dog isn't jumping around all over when it sees me
0: what she was doing previously I'm assuming
1: yeah I was always full of this energy that wanted to play with him all the time and I'm much calmer now totally calmer for my niece to notice instantly that the dog knew my energy had changed.
0: But you know, I have to say, speaking for myself, I don't see it as a negative. If you are somebody who is, very, very energetic. And I actually, I've, um, as again, because you're one of our kind of original uh, members of the choir and one of my original friends, I I feel like, for, for me, um, you have always been, um, and dare I use the word passionate as opposed to energetic, you've been really a very passionate lady. And, and actually, when you've talked, uh, um, what, when I think about the memories of this, I think about you talking about some of the songs that we've sung in Cool Choir, um, and how you have, at times you've even broken into kind of tears when you just talking about it or thinking about you know the beauty of of either some of our songs or or the experience of singing those songs within a performance or a rehearsal so don't lose that um i
1: appreciate that thank you very very much that's one thing about me i i think we share that connection when we got that passionate energy we hang on to it and uh uh, I don't think that will ever change in me. And I guess when you mentioned that the songs, when you uh, when you created Canada, I feel home. I still I'm, I'm thinking about it now. And there's just something about it but you know having traveled around the world and having been blessed to see different places and enjoy other people's cultures and eat their food and learn about other people which i love 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 and hope we have our freedom to have to be able to do it again soon i i i just connected to canada i'm i'm i'm, I'm very passionate and very very tickled pink you might say to be a canadian and as much as you love Canada, I've lived here all my life and love Canada, but more so, I think it connects even more towards Calgary. I'm a true Calgarian born and raised. So were my parents, uh, my mother was born and raised, actually, in Calgary. But uh, seriously, we have so much to offer. And To come home all the time to Calgary, I just love it. To see the mountains, the blue sky, the sunshine. There's something about this place, and it's it's my home, and I love it.
0: Well, I'm feeling the pressure now, Barbara, because um, at this time of recording, next week in the choir, I'm going to be introducing an original song all about the city of Calgary, which kind of is a love letter from myself to the city of Calgary, um, and. Um, Uh, I know that there'll be people such as yourself, and there are a few of you rare people that have actually lived here your entire life. uh, And I'm hoping that you're going to enjoy and feel proud to sing this song. It's gonna be a very, another kind of, dare I say, a sort of a nationalistic song, rather like Canada I Feel Home, but a very different musical style. I really hope you're going to like it.
1: Knowing you and all your beautiful arrangements and what you've done to music and how you've changed things. It's always been positive and a plus, 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 plus. I love what you do to music to make it so fun for us. But um, I think it's going to be another tearjerker for sure. (laughs)
0: Well, we'll leave that at this moment in time. That remains to be seen. But talking about the choir um, and obviously coinciding with the fact that it's your birthday today and you have had, um, you know, a couple of friends over on your doorstep there and just uh, had a little bit of a catch up. So uh, I'm assuming these are friends that you've made within Cool Choir. Is that right?
1: the ones this afternoon were yes indeed but the ones this morning were from another group
0: <laughs> ah okay was that what where where did they come from is it like an activity group or something like oh, that
1: yes it's it's a stitch group actually um very interesting a group of us teachers uh, some were starting to split up and go different directions and we enjoyed each other's company so much somebody says come on let's join a stitch group let's get one started well Oh my gosh, I'm not the stitcher. I am not. Jamie, my mother sort of made me take home economics when I was choosing to take industrial arts. But like I said, I was born 30 30 years too young, too too early. And uh, I was forced to take home economics for sewing and cooking, which I absolutely disliked. I'm still not interested in the kitchen and I certainly don't like to sew, but I joined the stitch group because I wanted to be part of these lovely ladies. We've been together for over 30 years.
0: Wow, wow, interesting. And we,
1: Yes, wonderful, wonderful friends. And it's I'm blessed again to know such lovely people. And uh, we meet every Tuesday uh, at somebody's house. And it didn't stop us during COVID to go out with our chairs on the driveways and in people's backyards. And a nice thing, another thing that started with this COVID is we never celebrated each other's birthday. And look at them all showing up at my, well, there's many more of them, but five of them showed up at my door this morning, for goodness sake. So that's got to be a plus somewhere.
0: Well, that doesn't surprise me whatsoever because I'm sure they, like your cool choir friends, wanted to celebrate your special day today. And um, like I said, we were just talking about some of the the friends that uh, you've made within the choir, and. Uh, Also the impact of the choir generally um, on your life. I don't know if there's anything you want to share with people about that on some of the experiences. As we celebrate our fifth birthday this week, perhaps you have some special memories of your time in Cool Choir over the last five years. I know you've mentioned Canada I Feel Home. Is there any particular standout, other standout memory that you might like to share with us that you, you recall fondly?
1: Well, I think meeting you and joining just for the heck of it for an adventure has turned me turned into such a wonderful experience for my journey of life, something I never thought would come out of it. And that's the friendships. You're right. Um, And our friendships have grown from one to two to three. There's about six of us that uh, when we get together, Jamie, we're always laughing. So without you... We, we always laugh with you and uh it just happens that we carry on when you're not around we're still laughing so it's oh it's so wonderful to have these friends that we can do that with because I I what I remember
0: most is you're just like Mr. Bean <laughs> well that's now that's something new <laughs> I haven't heard that before. To me, to me,
1: you're, to me, you're like Mr. Bean through and through. I love it. I think he's just absolutely phenomenal. And I would say you have a little bit of hyacinth in you as well.
0: Wow. I'm learning some new things about how other people perceive me today, which I haven't come across before. So I will well, say this as a compliment, definitely.
1: <laughs> indeed, indeed, you should. I think that what I am learning uh, is this British humor that I didn't, I knew existed because I love keeping up experience, keeping up, keeping up appearances. I've always watched that and I love Mr. Bean and I thought it's wonderful, but to have these crazy friends that come out with the things uh, like you do sometimes is just so much fun.
0: I just think I need some kind of filter because things, you know, I'm like one of those people, it, it, it all comes out of my mouth and then you realize what you've said and you can't take it back. And uh, yeah, I, I need like a little facility in my brain to rehearse everything before I say it, but so, you know, so far, apparently people tell me it's endearing, they must be deluded.
1: <laughs> I would have to agree with them, Jamie. Don't change a thing. We love that about you. And that's what makes choir night so special um you're you're not only uh funny but uh your caring and your love shines through your music through your personality through your skin actually and i just i love being around you you
0: are so professional believe it or not you're extremely okay. professional <laughs> question my professionalism. I'm, I'm not sure about that. At times I think, oh my god, what, did ha- what, what just happened? What did I just say? Especially when I'm acting like Hyacinth, which I have to tell you something is uh, quite uh, coincidental. Uh, Keeping Up Appearances is by far my favourite classic British television sitcom of all time. Like I think I've, I can't tell you how many times I've watched all of the episodes on repeat and I just love that TV show. So it's really strange that you've pinpointed that I have a little bit of hyacinth bouquet in me. Now I can understand.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, but no, you are a master teacher, and being one myself, I just every day, I just every time we go to choir, I, I, I look to think, oh my gosh, he's done such a beautiful job of setting up this time period, and uh, being a gifted musician and uh, arranger, you're 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 just one fantastic entertainer and you're saying to me what do I love about choir oh my gosh what isn't their love to
0: about choir I know but you know we all feel like you know because of this whole COVID situation it has been really really heartbreaking I mean it feels like well it was well at this time of recording it was mid-November of 2020 that we was the last time we sang together. Um, And here we are now in kind of, you know, middle of January, 2021. I still have hope in my heart. Um, Kaz said to me recently, well, last year basically was, there was a feeling that there was kind of this downhill, this hopeless, downhill decline whereas I feel this year there's more of a, a hopeful uh, uphill incline towards you know towards the light basically oh god that didn't sound very good towards go towards the light <laughs> That's not what I meant. Oh, god. but you know what I mean anyway <laughs> You know what i mean in terms of you know i feel there is some there is something on the horizon to sail towards this year and for me i think and i'm going to make a little i'm going to have a nostradamus moment here i'm going to make a little prediction and i feel that by september hopefully september we should be able to return to you know some degree of what it was before even if initially it's not the whole degree
1: I totally agree with you and I think that's great timing. That sounds like a, a good plan and I'll be there.
0: Well, I would like to say a huge thank you because as I said, uh, today was slightly strategic um, because obviously we are you know, celebrating our fifth birthday um, and it just seemed like poignant in a way to um, record a podcast with one of our founding members not but just not just our founding members but like I said at the beginning you really are the first choir member friend that I made myself so you'll always have a special place in my heart Barbara and I hope you know that thank you Jamie
1: I feel the same back at you for sure Um, you've made an impression and the experiences you've given us with the flash mobs Uh, singing at the jube, doing recordings. Uh, You have just inspired our journey of life to highest degrees. And it's given us something to look forward to. And, And even if it's still on Zoom, you still do a fantastic job. And it's not easy, I know. But you still come across still enthusiastic and so proud. And it's your baby. And it really shows, and I'm so honored to be part of it.
0: thank you so much Barbara that really does mean everything to me really truly means everything because it is my baby and that's a great analogy because I I do treat cool choir like my baby I I nurture it I feed it I water it and I handle it with the utmost care uh, and love and I think that's the key word is that I do uh, kind of you know handle this baby with with huge amounts of love uh, in all areas of it so uh, you know it's always very humbling uh, when you know people comment on that and that that kind of comes across so so again thank you so so much and here's to the next 5 years and i do have some very uh, well it ex- still have some very exciting performance experiences planned for us more recording experiences more flash mobs uh, more themed shows and we have a whole host of ideas uh, i have a whole host of ideas still up my sleeve yet to be unveiled so stick with me baby <laughs> <laughs> enjoy the ride
1: <laughs> oh i mean i'm in like crazy you betcha i'm i'm so with you i i i can feel that energy and the excitement of the new things and the great new adventures we're going to have with you
0: bless you thank you again barbara lots of love
1: lots of love to you too my pleasure thank you very very much jamie
0: <laughs> bye-bye bye-bye Thanks for tuning in to Cool Chats today. We look forward to welcoming you back soon for our next episode, profiling the lives of our beautiful Cool Choir community across Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Until then, sing loud and proud, everyone.